candles have what's called like a melt memory. So it will go as far to that point. But say you, you lit it and five minutes later, you're like, oh, I have to run. Let me blow this candle out. It will then forever only go as far as that point. You're listening to Social Room Podcast, inspired by entrepreneurs. What's your story? We'll start with your birthday. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Social Room Podcast. I'm Sage. And I'm Kate. And it is so very much cozy season, guys. It is chilly out. I have a turtleneck on. You do have a turtleneck. I'm dramatic, though. (laughs) I'm like... I miss Florida so much. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, is it below 50? I get really dramatic when it gets cold. <laughs> I love turtlenecks. Like, I don't know if other people feel this way. I also love a turtleneck, but yes. I will put it on when it's like 60 degrees out. Yeah. I don't know why it's so cozy to me these days. I mean, maybe probably about five years ago, I would have said like, ew, that's granny style or something. But I now know. I'm just like, I fucking love a turtleneck. Well, there was a time when they went out of style, but now they're back and I'm hoping they stay. Maybe it's our age group. Maybe yeah. when you like hit 30. Yeah. Not that I'm 30 yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> I was say you're aging yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not. Guys, I have a few years. I have a few years. Yeah. Well, I have a couple years. <laughs> well, speaking of 30 and aging myself here, I hear jazz music playing in the background. <laughs> my dogs are sleeping perfectly like angels right now. And on our TV, we've been doing these like YouTube channels that'll play jazz music and then like a fireplace and like a cozy cabin scene it's all adam's idea speaking of cozy season we love to read yeah and we like to cozy up with a book so let's go ahead and do our recommendations this week do you want to start it off yes so actually what got me thinking about recommending a bunch of books this week is the fact that christmas is right around the corner and Something that I like to do is travel a lot. I It's just what fills me up the most. And so two Christmases ago, Adam and I took our one-year anniversary to Iceland. And what was really cool about that trip is we found out a Christmas tradition that they do in Iceland, which is they give books to family members as a Christmas present on Christmas Eve. And then they spend all day Christmas Day lounging full on life and just reading and cozying up on the couch or just anywhere just taking it all in and reading the book that they got as a gift i can just picture that like there's so much downtime after you've eaten or you open all your presents and you're kind of chilling while lunch is being made i can just picture my family and i like just everyone cozying up and reading so i've started giving my nieces and nephews they probably hate me they probably are like i want toys or (laughs) something fun but i've started giving them books every year for christmas now and so i was just thinking about two of my favorite books i just read and thought I'd pass that along to everybody else. But I have a nonfiction recommendation, which is called Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. Uh, Adam and I actually listened to this book together, which is something I highly recommend on the road to Atlanta back during Thanksgiving. But 
basically during this book, it's a series of Tuesday visits with this guy's professor who is Maury in the situation and the author is the student and they discuss all facets of life, whether that's marriage, that's life, that's family, that's death, that's dealing with illness, kind of goes through every little facet. So no matter what you're going through in life, this book, I feel like can really help you kind of look at the world a different way and like perceive things in a happier way. So I think it's a really great nonfiction read. And then for my fiction book this time, you guys have to check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. It's really cool because in the book, the two characters who it kind of centers around are birthday twins, just like us. I love that. Yeah. That's our favorite. (laughs) And then they also like have somewhat of a podcast in the background. I feel like I definitely have to read this book now. (laughs) So it definitely, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a true crime thriller, but it's very light. I wouldn't say it's lighthearted, so I'll take that back. But <laughs> just look it up and research it. It was a really good book, in my opinion. One of my favorite I've read in a while. So give this to a try or gift that to somebody this season. Oh, I like that. I think it's just a recommendation in itself, too, to on road trips, listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Brenton and I took a two-week cross-country road trip um, two years ago, and one of the books we listened to, which is one of my recs this week, is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's by Robert Kiyosaki, and we both read this book separately, but it's such a good book to kind of refresh and like re-listen to it. Just the content is really good, and it's all about the way you think about money and how this kid was raised with his real dad, who was his poor dad, and then his best friend's dad, who was his rich dad. And they're two completely different mindsets of how they thought about money. So like his rich dad would say one thing about money and his poor dad would say like the opposite. Right. So it wasn't that he necessarily communicated what each was saying. He just absorbed and saw the different sides. It's a good book to read if you're going to be an entrepreneur and you're going to start your own business. It's, it helps change your mindset about money. So we absolutely love that book. I'm sure you guys have heard about it, but if you haven't considered giving it a read, maybe consider it now. It really is good. Well, it's great to listen with your partner especially with these books that are like informative yeah and they like stimulate a conversation so like you're having that conversation again with your partner where you're revisiting like money issues or not issues but like money talk and life provokes conversation about these topics and absolutely i I think to connect yeah a hundred percent with a lot of traveling i think that's a really great idea so download that yes and then Share that with your partner. Now, one book I wouldn't recommend listening to with your partner, but I would recommend this book. It's called Verity. I'm sure you've all heard of it. It's by Colleen Hoover. It's so good. It, I've like, already finished it. So. Yeah, Kate's already read it. And this is definitely controversial, but I read the last page of the book after I've read like a few chapters of the book. And then it helps me understand how we get there because there is a proven statistic that the second time you read a book, you understand 80% more of it. I could not agree with that more. I love to know the ending. When people refuse to give me the ending, I'm just like, okay, I'll Google it. Like, be a hater. 
to each their own. That's a very strong to each their own. But when I know the ending of a movie or the ending of a book, I understand it so much better. So I do know how this book ends, but it's really, really good. And I'm happy that it ends the way it does. It makes me want to keep reading it. Not that I would ever quit on something because of the ending, but. Oh, I've definitely quit a book before. I'm really? not proud of it. And I've only done it once, but there are books out there that I feel like should not be read. <laughs> so well, you get through it and you're like, nope, something... I'm giving up. You should go for it. If a book has a bad video version, if a, let, me, let me rephrase that. One more time. If a book is made into a movie or a show and it's not good, that makes it hard. Like Daisy Jones and the Six. What's your take? I was almost done with the book and then I gave like the first two episodes a watch and it was so bad that I was like... I kind of have a bad taste in my mouth about it now, which I do need to go back and finish the book. I still really love the book, but the the show was so cheesy. My mouth is like wide open and I don't I know. know why I have Kate's an opinion. Shook. I have not read the book, oh. <laughs> but I saw the series and I loved it. Like, you liked loved the series? It. Like I was Maybe crying. Maybe if I saw it the Adam other way crying. around. Maybe if I saw the series first okay. because the book was, is so good. The book is so good. Are you ready for a life hack? Yeah. Watch the movie or show or a series first and then read the book because you get so much more information out of the book and you can connect so much more when you do That's have like a knowing the ending gist. or the visual or the idea of it yeah. all right so our crazy. biggest recommendation this week is to know the ending of the story and then go and back then and go back and the read the whole thing you'll enjoy it more okay just take it from us you will enjoy it yes all right guys that leads us into our episode we hope you enjoy it before we get into it we would love to thank our partner fine rugs of charleston where you can see the widest selection of designer rugs and uncommon carpets at fine rugs expect exceptional service and the highest quality carpet they offer a full array of soft surface floor covering products and services including installation cleaning and restoration to residential and commercial customers so if you plan to stop by their showroom you can mention our podcast for 10 percent off your total purchase be sure to check them out online at finerunksofcharleston.com or you can go see them in their beautiful showroom at 1523 meeting street in charleston south carolina all right guys enjoy the episode back to social room our guest today is someone who is a true artist in their craft she creates small batch hand poured candles using the most colorful and beautiful antique vessel ware her company is one of a kind let's dive into the fascinating world of candle making with the creator of candle damsel tiffany tippy gamel Yay! Yay! Thank and you. And you've me. also been featured in Charleston City Lifestyle Magazine. Yes, for their November thankful issue. Well, congrats. That's a yeah. huge honor. Thank you. We're thankful you're here with us yeah. today. Thank <laughs> you for joining us. Thanks for asking me. It's an honor. Of course. Um, I guess we'll start with your business birthday. So kind of give the listeners a little background of what sparked your passion and mm -hmm. how you became inspired to start this company. Yeah, I feel like it's a familiar story to a lot of people because the birthday started during COVID, if you will. So uh, a COVID birthday isn't super triumphant, but it, it, it did kind of give everyone a time to reflect and perhaps start a new project if they were feeling kind of stuck. So in 2020, um, I actually lost my grandmother to a terrible stroke, which was really 
really rough to get through in summer 2020. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. So when she passed and I, I had gone home to take care of her. And so I was kind of immersed in her house for like two months. You know, we couldn't go anywhere. I was stuck in her house in Mississippi taking care of her and surrounded by things like her milk glass collection and the teacup collection we started uh -huh. together and was, you know, spending a lot of time in her backyard where her flower garden was. I mean, it was very modest and she wasn't a really flashy person. But the pieces that she had meant a lot to her. She took care of them. She didn't have a big collection of anything, but like she took care of those pieces. I, when she did pass out, I, I took a couple home. I have a lot of a uh, lot of cousins and aunts, and so we all kind of disperse things and we're all taking care of them. But I got home and was in you know those really raw early stages of the grieving process, and was trying to like find something to like fill time. And so I actually would like go antique shopping a lot because this is kind of a funny aside but people who did not care about the lockdown were antique shop owners which was kind of funny and just in south open. carolina they're like come on in and you're like okay. don't even need a mask yeah that's what they would say i'm like i'm probably gonna wear mine but thanks um so you know i just kind of started shopping a lot and also at the same time just totally separately started making candles so i was like i want to try to make this I want to try to experiment with this and then just naturally kind of married the two together. It really like doesn't make sense when I retell it because I'm like, how did this happen? I was really just like searching for something to fill up my time and for creativity. And I really didn't expect anyone to care and was really uh, surprised whenever I finally decided to make it a business and launch that people did care. So that was a, a big surprise to me and, and a wonderful thing. But I would say, yeah, 2020 was the kind of start of everything. And then I officially launched February 1st, 2021. Nice. Nice. So you're coming on three, uh, three years. years. Oh, February 1st. That's exciting. Yeah. Congrats. Three Thank years. you. Thank you. So you work a full-time job yeah. and you've been at this position for a while now. Yeah. Did you have to work from home and is that mm -hmm. why you were home? Yeah. So I work at the College of Charleston. I've been there almost 10 years, which blows my mind that, you know, time just flies that quickly. But we were at home for the majority of like a year and a half until they brought us back because you know, it wasn't safe for students to be there. A college environment is so different than a high school. You know, not everyone lives or they go to college. So, you know, full time. So it was a big remote environment for a long time, which did afford me the extra time during the day to kind of work on things or even just like at five o'clock when I clocked out, I didn't have a commute home. I could just, you know, be working on things. So that was really the reason I think I was able to build it so quickly. Nice. I think, yeah, a lot of people were able to use that work from home. Yeah. Freedom, no more commuting time yeah. to yeah. kind of like start these other hobbies or kind of like invest in that a little bit. Right. And now we're back. So, yeah, so <laughs> like, what, how is that transition? Um, how has that worked for your business transitioning back to working full time at your job instead of working from home? Or did you set yourself up mm. to go back? No, I'd say everything has been like, you know, Use try it. Fair minute. Yeah. To... Try it. Some some things I'm doing crash and burn and some things work. So I definitely have a lot on my plate, that being said. And so I always kind of wonder if I did not have the full time, you know, state job, like what could I build it to if I didn't have to focus and, and multitask so much? Well, how do you time manage? You know, I don't think this is going to be healthy for people to hear because I... Oh, no. <laughs> 
Well, it's the raw and it's the real. It so is. It, it is. the truth. I mean, yeah, I could I mean, take I could take a lot more time for myself. I don't uh, do it that often. I mean, you could talk to any of my friends, and they're like, "How are you?" I mean, yeah. between today, this date that we're filming this, and Christmas Day, what do we have? Six weeks left. I have sixteen markets between now and. Gosh, Christmas, Christmas Day. So, Thanks for squeezing us in. Yeah. Oh my gosh, oh my stop. I love this. Um, are those always on the weekends too, Marcus? No, some of them are during the week. I start a trunk show tomorrow on King Street at a great retail store called Veronica Beard. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Which is great. So by the time this airs, that trunk show will have been, <laughs> o- will have been over, but it's a retail clothing store. Retail clothing, okay. And beautiful pieces. And so they're taking about 25 pieces tomorrow, and it'll be a three-day-long trunk show in their retail spot on King Street, which is great because I think that the pieces really complement their design aesthetic. And that's what I love about my line is it's ever-changing. It's kind of whatever I can source and find. So there's something for everybody. You're like, I don't like pink depression glass. Oh, well, I have black milk glass. You're like, oh, I don't like green. Well, I've got amethyst. So, you know, there's just all kinds of stuff out there in like the land of antiques. So that's a really cool thing that I feel like there's something for everybody. Yeah. And I just totally like switch gears, but time management, I'm not good at it. I hope to get better. (laughs) How do you balance then working that job and then also doing the business? Like does the business, you start your mornings and it's like business heavy Mm -hmm. and then you go to work and then you come back to it or what's the balance like? Is it like 90, 10? Um, is it 50, 50? Well, I don't want my bosses to hear this, but I mean, (laughs) I would say it's probably 50, 50. I mean, a good thing about being at your full-time job for so long is you are a pro at it now and you know how to work efficiently. So never let anything fall through the cracks there, but just working very efficiently. And for Candle Damsel, it's a whole different beast, you know, in the land of social media, making sure you have stuff planned throughout the week. So I wouldn't say I have set hours. It's just like, any hour that I'm free and at home, I'm thinking about it and thinking about like, do I need to go pour for two hours? Do I need to go photograph things? Do I need to put stuff on my website? Yeah. So I'd say it's just kind of all ever present. Yeah. Which I think we've learned is the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur is you don't work a nine to five anymore. You may still work a nine to five, but then you also can decide if you need to sleep in that day to get you back to the point where you can work till midnight the next night to get what you need to get done. Like it's just a fluid job, which Mm -hmm. I've really loved. And I'm sure anybody listening, like that's what they're searching for. Well, and if there's anything stopping you from pursuing something that you've been wanting to do and time is the reason, I totally get it, but it is also doable. So I don't know if you heard, um, so Dolly Parton did a promo song for Squarespace and she rewrote nine to five to five to nine. So 5 PM to 9 AM. And so she's, she, it's all about having a side hustle. So you think you can listen to it on Spotify. And so she changes the lyrics to literally working five to nine. Um, so it's all about like, go after your dream girl, like just do it. She, she made a 2023 version of it because yeah. that is the truth. That is, <laughs> it is. the truth because it is. I mean, like Kate was saying, you can decide to work till midnight. It's mm-hmm. yeah. You may look at something and think like, I really want to start this business, but I really don't have the time. But let yeah. me tell you, we are texting each other sometimes. Kate and I are mm-hmm. texting each other sometimes like at midnight because yeah. you just decide to make that commitment. And once you do, it's so worth it. And that's not every night. 
you know, that, and, and it's very rare that that actually happens, but it do, it does happen and you do have to kind of just commit mm-hmm. to it and you'll get to a point where things are a little bit easier and you've right. balanced um, your work life a little better. So, yeah. And it, and it's probably so fulfilling for you both to work on social room and to see how you can make it grow where not that I don't love my day job, mm-hmm. but I sure mm-hmm. care a whole lot more about Candle Damsel and because it's mine. Yeah. You know, and you want to see it thrive. You want to be proud of it. You want to show it off and be like, I did this. Yeah. You know, the other job's great, but it's not mine. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a difference. Like, I get that motivation by, okay, I'm doing this today, but if I keep hustling in a year, it could be so much farther. Yeah. And all that time that you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. So if you stay up till midnight, then tomorrow you're going to be so proud of that. Like mm-hmm. if it's hard and it doesn't feel good because it's really difficult, it means you're going to be proud of it. It means yeah. it's paying off. It's working. Something's good mm-hmm. is going to come of it. You have to do the hard work. You have to put in that time yeah. and the hours and the sleepless nights to get things done. Yeah. But that's when you see, you reap those benefits. Right. And you see the reward from mm-hmm. it. Totally. So like, you're right. What I, all the work you're doing now, the harder you work now, the better off you're going to be in the future. And the more you're going to see that mm-hmm. show up in your life. Right. I mean, my hair might keep falling out in droves. And <laughs> yeah, my, my skin I might look like terrible. now, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we were going to do a segment later and introduce something new, which is mm-hmm. a listener question. Yeah. You reached out on Instagram, but you're already talking about that. And this is the way that our show goes. We just sit and we talk and we yeah. see what happens. Yeah. So I'm going to move it up. What advice would you give someone who wants to quit their nine to five, but financially relies on that job. Mm, Let's see. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Well, don't until you have a little bit of a safety net, I'd say, because you don't want to be in a position where, crap, I did that too soon. Now I have to go maybe get a food and bev job to pay my bills, but I'm still going to work on my my side hustle. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say like, make sure... Just make sure you're ready. Don't rush it mm-hmm. as hard as that can be. I mean, because uh, I'm living that right now. Like, I would absolutely love to be able to just focus on my business. And and it's hard because when people hear, oh, do you do this full time? And you say, no. And this happened at a, a market recently. Oh, so this is your hobby? And I said, well, no. it's my business. I mean, yeah, it's fun like a hobby, but there are parts that are not fun like a hobby would be. I think a hobby is something you do to escape everything. Um, so my my only advice, and it's very, very amateur because I'm not there yet, is to take your time and just plan and budget. I, I got an accountant at the beginning of this. He's great. He um, He works with like actually like a lot of millennial entrepreneurs. It's where his passion lies. And he was about to retire. He's a much older man. It's been a CPA for years. I met him through one of my one of my friends and he he gave me a lot of good advice. He said, Well, you made a lot of money last year, but man, you sure spent a lot of money last year. <laughs> and I was like, my life. Oh man. <laughs> he said, No, it's okay. You know, the first two or three years. And I said, Well, I'm starting charitable giving. Like this is what I'm giving um to my alma mater this year. And he said, Oh, okay, but I don't think you're there yet. Like, I don't think you need to be like philanthropic yet, like yeah. kind of, you know, pump the brakes. So he's given me a lot of good advice. So I would say get an, get an advisor like that. 
who can just be your CPA, but also like knows enough to give you some good like tips. You know, he, he's never overstepping. He's just giving me the, the cold facts that I probably am not looking at. Right. So an advisor that you trust and then just take your time and budget because that financial advisor would be able to say, mm, you need two more years. You need to like save this much money before you can pull the plug on that day job. Yeah. But don't be intimidated by that. Either. No, like, no. And time goes by so fast. Time does go by so fast. And in that two years, you can keep planning. Mm-hmm. You can keep spending more time being intentional and thinking about all the details of starting that business. Yeah. So I think that's really good advice because some people are like, I just want to start it. So, you know, start it. And so many people give the advice, just do it, just do it, just yeah. take the leap. And it's like, I mean, that's not very practical. That's not very practical for some people financially. I mean, because if you can't pay that bill and the yeah, mortgage have, lenders yeah. are coming for you, I mean, yeah, in theory, sure, just take the dive. And But you have to be able to deal with the necessities first. Right. Unfortunately. And you start resenting your passion and your business. If you can't foot that bill, mm-hmm. it becomes a like negative and a hassle. Yeah. yeah. And if it is a if this person's asking from a retail perspective, I'm not sure what their business is. If they're a consultant and they have really steady income from that or interior designers like y'all are, you know, that kind of situation where you might have steady clients throughout the year retail setting is so much different it's like the wild wild west right now so like (laughs) we're about to go through our busy like crazy busy season but in january february i know in my third year people aren't really buying candles in january february so i have to think smart and strategically to kind of like get everything back up and going and remain relevant so when march and april come along you know Flowers are blooming. People are just a little bit more festive. Mother's Day is coming up. So like you just kind of have to look at the calendar cycle like that Mm -hmm. and look at trends and know that, okay, people are going to be spending money. And I usually use my anniversary as a jump off part February 1st. It's like, here's a new line. Here's a new idea. Buy a candle, get a free candle. You know, like all those things. Yeah, ideas. Always reinventing the wheel. To get like new things out yeah is that what you mean well to uh, remain fresh and relevant in this uh crazy new interest yeah in this social media world where everything is so picture perfect and it's like well that's not real life but here's a really pretty candle to make you feel like you can get closer to it i guess (laughs) wait let's dive more into that because that's a topic that's been frustrating me lately is just seeing Mm. social media influencers and i know there's tons of great content out there but there are also people out there just saying things to get paid so how do you balance like you know because you want your business to make money so there are things that you can kind of sell your soul for yeah and but so how do you balance that and keep you know good question integrity i think uh how i could approach it that question first is that like i have never looked into buying followers so I i don't do that I hardly ever sponsor ads and maybe I should do more of that. Um, but most of my following is organic and it's not, it's not huge. I have a little over 3000 right now, you know? So it's not like I'm in the hundred thousand follower uh, sphere yet, but you know, yeah. Yeah. And being in the magazine. Yeah. I I just hope that things like that, uh, kind of kind of start to go hand in hand and continue to build that organic following. So 
I realized that the people that are, that are there chose to be there and want to be there and saw me and said, okay, I can relate to this. I like this. Um, it's interesting though, like how you can track engagement. Like I'll post a picture of my dog instead of a candle and I'll like lose 10 followers. And I'm like, really? this is a golden retriever from heaven. This like, what do you mean? You're like, I don't want you following me anyways. <laughs> I guess you, you were hired from this page. Back. Yeah, I'm like, these aren't my people, I guess. Oh, um, but if you spend too much time worrying about that, you'll go crazy. Because I used to be like, well, it's Franny. She's beautiful. What do you mean? And my husband was like, you have to stop worrying about that. And so honestly, I have. It's just kind of funny uh, to think like, okay, that means some people really are there for that like picture perfect post because that is something that we all work hard on making sure the lighting's great. Everything is, you know, absolutely flawless, but that's also not life. Um, and I'm no expert in social media. I find like as a mid thirties millennial, I'm probably more behind than my 13 year old niece. <laughs> who is Men. making TikToks yeah. in 30 we seconds. We feel the same. Yeah. We feel the same. Yeah, she'll look at my stuff and be like, Aunt Tippy, like, you could change this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, but are your friends who are 13, or do they have Money. a credit card? <laughs> are they my buying heels? heels? <laughs> are they I on Apple Pay? So. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they probably do have probably. Apple Pay. Straight demographic, fair, right? Brand yeah. new iPhone 15. Yeah. Yeah. But it does offer true. an insight that, okay, I need to look at I'm not saying I'm trying to sell to to that young, but look at all all new ideas and perspectives. So um, my only advice is, I think, is to just stay true to yourself. So like if you want to post a picture of your dog, do it. Just make sure the next day you're like, hey, remember, I have a candle company. Yeah. And that's what this account is for. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Love that's that. a good way to stay relevant and just, I mean, that's a good way to stay true to your business in general. Mm -hmm. It's like you created this thing based on your likes mm -hmm. and your passion. Mm -hmm. So keep sticking with that because whoever's following you so far is following you because of what you put out there. And if it, if you keep staying true to it, yeah, you'll and keep getting those followers. Or I think people like to see that there's a pers actual person behind it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think you said that like you get more likes if it's a photo of yourself too. Which blew my mind. <clears throat> so I usually work with um, a photographer in town. Her name's Lizzie Rollins. She also um, opened Bar Rollins downtown with her husband, Chris. Love and that spot. Yeah. It's a great place. And she's just such a great artist. And she has started to dive more into branding, like branding photo shoots. And so I've worked with her a lot. And so anything I ever post of my actual face is usually something Lizzie took. But when I do that, I see a spike in engagement, which really surprises me. So that was kind of a weird little, you know, thing I discovered. I feel like I heard that one time too. And I was like, are you sure? But even with, you know, we've debated, debated, um, video recording mm -hmm. and and people are like yeah people want to see your face they want to see who's talking they yeah. want to see who they're engaging with it's the same thing about like people want to see the raw and the real they want to see the mm -hmm. real person behind it mm -hmm. and who's creating all this beautiful stuff yeah Have some connect gives them something the to connect silver to. lining and all of this you know that's a positive yeah, like, yeah. people are actually yeah, care about your face thing. that's yeah. a good thing that you can put yourself out there and it actually has you know, positive meaning. Yeah, mm -hmm. it has benefits to it. So yeah. Well, I'm feeling a photo shoot for the two of you needs to happen in this 
beautiful we room. We keep being told that Lizzie. every guest we've had so mm-hmm. far. So Lizzie, if you're listening, we're, we're going to have you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, call us, DM us, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to ask you earlier, though, because I'm a planner by like default. Like I love to plan so far in advance. And I know you also talked about planning. Mm-hmm. So with the season coming up with 16 different you know, yeah, events that you have to go to. How far in advance do you plan those? Pretty far. And I think it would help to mention what I do at College of Charleston is I am an event planner. Mm -hmm. So I already came from that world of lists and organization and just thinking of things, um, even just like a cocktail hour with our donors, thinking of it as almost a performance, you know, because there's a start to finish, like a clear experience that you're trying to make for people. And I kind of, I do like approach my markets like that. So I think about the design element. I think about just timing, like how much time am I going to need to set up? How much time do I need to carve out of my day? And before that kind of take an inventory and be like, oh, I, I don't have enough product or I overdo it so that I have enough for the next one that, you know, kind of just like boring checklist type of stuff but if you do that it makes your life easier the day of and you're not running around like crazy now because it's me i'm still i'll still find a way to panic but i mean make it work yeah right (laughs) do you start that like at the beginning of the year how do when do you book these and then is that when the planning starts i probably booked all of november and december and august september okay so Mm -hmm. a few months in advance Mm -hmm. and that gives you some time to plan and prep yeah, and the market uh, community in Charleston is so big now. Like when I started almost three years ago, it was a lot smaller and there was a lot less to choose from, but it was still like a pretty dynamic applicant pool. So you'd have to apply to things, get chosen. They have to like screen you, make sure you fit with their vision of the market, with their brand. But now there are so many in Charleston, it's it's pretty insane, which is great for vendors. It's great for artists and makers, but I'd say it's a little bit hard on the shopper, on the customer, because it's like, where do I go this weekend? There's 10 happening, you know? That might be a little crazy. Maybe like four mm-hmm. happening, where do I go? Um, but I'd say like for the holiday season, yeah, everything was done mm-hmm. by like mid-September. For me, some people don't work like work like that, but I kind of have to because I'm terrified of missing out on something. Well, that's good. You kind of set yourself up to like you you don't put all your eggs in one basket. You right. kind of spread yourself out so you have all yeah. these opportunities coming up, mm-hmm. and you know this is your big. This is the highest income time for you, right? This is the yeah. biggest time of year for you and your business. So you yeah, set yourself up for success. It sounds like. So for the listeners, I actually met you at a sell it on market. Mm-hmm. It was the. Fliesta, I believe. Fliesta yes. in North Charleston. In North Charleston, which great space if you've never been. Um, so which one is your favorite market? Oh, man. I absolutely love the Celadon birthday parties. Um, they just had their big 29th birthday party last weekend. You're in that gorgeous store with just all of these amazing design elements. And they always give you a really great backdrop. So they give you like, you know just a really impressive table to work with, which might mm-hmm. seem like not a big deal to people, but the usually details matter. 
Yeah, usually when you're out at markets, you're working with your folding table with your little tablecloth over it, you know? So it really elevates your display and makes it more of like a true shop experience where one of the things happening in Charleston right now is the overhead is so insane that a lot of people don't have brick and mortars. They, they basically have like home studio spaces and they are doing markets or doing online, they're doing Instagram. But to have a brick and mortar these days almost seems unattainable to a lot of people, including me. Yeah. So going into a space like Celadon and getting to set up a true like shopping experience is really great. Um, always love to give them a shout out. Um, there's there's so many good ones though. I mean, there you could throw a rock and hit a, a great one. And there's a great yeah. guide on Instagram. Um, if you follow the artist Anna Chen, she is a watercolor collages. I hope I'm saying that right. She's really? made some beautiful pieces for me actually. But she does uh, a series called Get Your Art Together. And so every week she'll post like, this is what's happening in Charleston this weekend. Like, make sure you hit these markets. Make sure you hit these gallery openings. There's just so much going on. It's like a, it's a really rich environment right now. And it's a great way for y'all to meet more entrepreneurs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We love that. We love mm -hmm. socializing at these events. Charleston is so good for that. Mm -hmm, I mean, yeah. there's always something going on. We live in such a oh, yeah. pop area that... We like, do. There's always things happening. I we love do. That. And and it's made it like manageable for people who cannot go out and open a store on King Street. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's given you other opportunities mm -hmm. to kind of start your thing. Totally. That... I gotta be honest, I bought some wax. Yeah, good. <laughs> I bought some wax when I found out we were having you on the podcast. Uh -huh. I got I think it was soy wax. Okay. With all cotton candle wicks. Uh-huh. Good. And my candle funneled or whatever <laughs> they like caved in the middle <laughs> but i still burn them and one yeah. of the wicks completely disappeared and so but i was inspired by you yeah and it won't be my full-time job i but it was you. cool yeah. that i gifted one of the candles that looked kind of good to my yeah. grandparents <laughs> well and i can tell you why that happened so good. the Let's... first time you burn a candle you know i we just lit this one that I brought you guys to your studio. First time you burn a candle, especially one of mine, because they're all different sizes. And I work with so many different types of glassware, because that's honestly the star of the show is the glassware. Um, but you want to make sure that you're going to be home for a couple of hours. You want to burn it, you know, at least like an hour and a half, two hours. You want a full melt pool in the vessel. So like the wax gets as far to the edges as possible, blow it out, let it cool down, trim the wick. And then the next time you burn it, candles have what's called like a melt memory. So it will go as far to that point. Oh. But say you, you lit it and five minutes later, you're like, oh, I have to run. Let me blow this candle out. It will then forever only go as far as that point. Oh my gosh. Good to know. Yeah. Melt memory. I know that that right is. there is a yeah. life hack for Isn't any candle. crazy? Yeah. Any candle. Any candle at all. Well, mine don't do um, either of those things. Mine, like, <laughs> concave <laughs> in the center. And we'll work on this, it. We'll like, do a workshop. Yeah, I have to go to one of your workshops. Can you speak about those a little bit? Yeah. So, it's I, so cool that you do that. Yeah, I do private classes. So I will do parties. I've done... Um, Weddings, right? That's all? Some, I did a really fun wedding weekend on Kiowa, which was so fun. That so it was so cool. You know... 10 or nine bridesmaids and the bride and we made i brought a color palette that she wanted she already knew what scent of mine she really liked so we kind of played with that 
and we made gosh 22 candles for her reception so we made them oh, on friday for, like, morning the centerpieces mm-hmm. genius yeah so it's genius it's so fun so fun and coolest and birthday parties i did a friendsgiving for my mother in mississippi last year for thanksgiving it was so fun i did learn from that class though that if the ladies have been drinking wine. I need to handle the hot wax. Um, <laughs> every mom was okay, but yeah, it was you a learning experience. Learn. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me pour this for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. no Get your hands dirty. No Nobody was harmed in the making of these candles, but just my mother's like barn wood kitchen table. Oh, but that gosh. was it. <laughs> Small price. She was okay. okay. It added character to the table. Totally, probably. totally. But you should never feel like you can't experiment and have fun, you know and try new things and even though the candles didn't work out that first time i'm sure like mine didn't work out the first time i'm sure like your 10th time your 15th time they'll be great it's just do you want to put that much money into it and you just recently traveled to paris yes did you get a bunch of glasses there so it was in france for two weeks which was um just this sounds so cliche, but like a dream come true because I've always wanted to do that. So started in Champagne, then went to Loire Valley, then Paris, and in each city went shopping. So it was super, what a dream. It was so fun. So, cool. so yeah, I went with a group of friends, um, two other couples, and my husband, and we were there for two weeks. And of course, there were a lot of things we did that weren't uh, antique shopping related, but I always found time. That was a, a big uh, goal for me while I was there to find time, go to markets, go to shops and, and buy. And the hardest part I had for anyone doing that is just, I mean, make sure you know, just some rudimentary French to be able to talk about pricing. Um, because, I thought I was going to be okay and I needed to know more, but I still got through it. Did you get was, swindled? Okay. I did not get swindled. I did this really fun thing. I was proud of myself where we were having a little bit of a language barrier and I was trying to, you know, get my Google translate up. I felt so dumb trying to just, you know, be like, did you really say $40 for that one piece? And and he did. And so I just was like, okay, messy and kept walking. And I inadvertently did a loop and ended up back at his table just because I kind of got lost. And he was like, Madame, and came up to me and was like, 20. I was like, yeah, we. You're like, okay, we do that. You're like, it was good bargaining with you. Right. He thought it was a tactic. And I was like, it really wasn't. I just got lost. But this is great. I'll take it. That worked out in your favor, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. So there were some fun, fun shopping experiences. And I brought it all back. And it all made it back in a separate hard shell suitcase. So it was... um, Nothing broke. Nothing broke. It was great. That would be good. I always thought like this European trip was kind of unattainable because so busy with both jobs and trying to make it work like financially supporting a, a business and all of that. And really Candle Damsel made it uh, possible for me to take the trip. And so I'd, I'd say like three years ago, I would have been like, you're insane. There's no way this business is going to help me oh, to yeah. go to France for two weeks and, among other tell things. Tell us earlier that it funded the trip for you. Mm-hmm. Like it was the whole, yeah, yeah, that is huge. That's it so did. huge. So if anything, like even working a full-time job mm-hmm. and busting out this side hustle, like we're young. And yeah. I always say to my husband, like, 
yeah, this week sucks. We have a lot going on and we're mm -hmm. really busy and we might not get the full seven hours of sleep that we need each night, but that's okay. It's the yeah. season of our life where we're busy and we'll get through it and yeah. then we'll sleep when we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a grateful like, dead song. It, we'll sleep when we're dead. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. It's something I say all the time because I'm like, so what? I didn't get to sleep full. I mean, I'll pull all nighters and I'm like, so yeah. what? I didn't get to sleep last night. I'll sleep tomorrow. Yeah. That's not, that's not the case. These days I'm taking naps. I'm just like tired. So. Mm -hmm. Well, last night I definitely woke up at 3 a.m., you know, in a panic thinking of all the things I have to do this week. And so in that point, you just get up and you yeah, make like, lists. I guess and... I'll be productive. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's just human and we all do it. Um, but hopefully we also find time to rest and, yeah. and after market season i'm looking forward to that i bet good, little good. franny was right up there with you at 3 a.m though yeah. she was she Loyal. was she's my shadow oh. yeah helping you she make deserves candles. a feature every now and then yeah she does she's the, she's probably the emotional support behind this whole business oh, she's uh, yeah and but behind my life yeah <laughs> emotional support we don't deserve dogs they're oh, so good she certainly don't deserve mine uh, okay well let's transition a little bit we're mm -hmm. gonna do a fun little game love so it kate's gonna fire off some These this are, or that yeah simple or glam glam okay call or text well i'm a millennial so when someone calls me i panic so i'm guessing text <laughs> would you rather shop in store or online Clothes online, like candles in store. <laughs> Sweet or savory? Sweet. Oh, what's your favorite mm. dessert? Um, I could eat donuts every meal for my whole life. All right. We're going to start going into a little bit deeper questions. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. What is your go-to fragrance? Favorite go-to fragrance that I make would be, um, I have a, a geranium and jasmine that I very much like that I try to like stick to like more like southern scents uh kind of like more if I'm doing floral definitely like clean southern scents with like famous southern flowers so jasmine's such a big deal in the south and so the geranium and jasmine I have is super clean really bright and you can burn it all year long and it's not overpowering either which I like so that's probably my favorite and then I have a gardenia that I like quite a bit. Then I, I have a lot of masculine things that I like too. Oh, I, I love do. the masculine yeah. candles. I, I just like that smell in our house. I think it just musky. Feels yeah, yes. the, mm -hmm. yeah, just feels really homey to me. A little bit of tobacco, some yeah. musk. It's just yeah. warm. It's comforting. Yeah. You... It's handsome. Yeah. It's like sexy it's kind of. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Now I lean towards like that kind of a scent versus mm -hmm. like very floral mm -hmm. sexy cozy sexy yeah cozy. <laughs> i have one it's um like rose and patchouli that i love it's like deep but also a little bit feminine and at this past sell it on market a teenager came up and he smelled it and he was like this smells like my grandma and i was like does your sm grandma smell good and he goes yeah she smells pretty good and i was like okay thanks you're like all right dope yeah it. You're like, that's lit. Mm -hmm. yeah. I should have said that. He probably would have like, like yeah, flipped my yeah. table or something. You're like, yeah, it's Riz. He's he like, what? Walked away. <laughs> like, what a weird old lady. <laughs> Left. He's like, she's like my grandma's age. He called me ma'am. You know. I can't stand <laughs> that. I'm not a ma'am yet. Yeah, guy. I'm not ready for yeah. it. Yeah, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. I know I look young, so I'll take it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, respect. <laughs> How do you de-stress? 
because I know you said you didn't take a lot of personal time. Right. So what, when you do have that time for yourself, how do you de-stress? Mm. Uh, spend a lot of time with my dog because I don't think you can ever spend enough time with your dog. Therapy animals are so real and she's not trained as one, but she just is one by default. And I think yours probably are too because yeah. they just give you so much in return. Yeah. Um, that and I just love my friends so much. They've been so supportive of my business. I have two friends that are coming in December just to help me with markets. Oh, they surprise me. So sweet. Yeah. Amazing. They sent me a screenshot of their flight info. They're like, be there December 12th. Like they're going to be here for three markets. Oh, that is and then so just go sweet. home. Tiffany, I love yeah, that. Yeah. So, good support system. It is. They were like, we want to make sure you make it to Christmas. So we're going to come. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to help you get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's beautiful. And I think mm -hmm. something you definitely need in this journey and venture like we have each other mm -hmm. and that's been really special yeah. I think that some people don't have yeah. um when they're like on you, solo like you do, you, thank great you. friends who if I hope you listen to this you're yeah. a good friend you guys are really sweet <laughs> I'll make them meet you. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to you too yeah. yeah okay where is your favorite place to eat in Charleston okay that's tough because there's so many great places I typically like to do like several stops like if it's like a night out you are a social room <laughs> alumni now yes, we yeah, all are that way. That's yeah it. we are hoppers like yeah. a progressive evening like, progressive dinner yes yeah. each yes. night out is a crawl yes like, of sorts yes i love to start at last saint they have an incredible cocktail named the ginger number three that will knock your socks off it's okay. spicy it's perfect for winter fall and winter um let's see after that like if i'm trying to keep it fancy there's a few other places that a few places i would like to go like i love low farfalle so then i would probably go to edmund's Oast, and a lot of people don't know about like how amazing their steak program is but they have really really good steaks good so you know, always looking for a good place for a steak that isn't hall's chop house <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good, well, good, great place. Great, yes, it's just, it's that. always so busy. You can't get in. That's true. Um, so <laughs> love, love Edmund's Oast for their steak. And they also have amazing cocktails. Gosh. And then if you're being casual, have you gone to Pink Cactus yet? No. On no. Spring Street? Yeah. It's Mexican food, correct? Mexican food. Um, a woman owner, Brooke, she's really talented and works her tail off. And it's some of the best mexican food like i've had in a really long time all right let's go really get a good. date there sage mm -hmm. we will let's do we'll invite next, you. Uh, little do happy it. Hour there. i just went to jabal biscuit last week for lunch for like the first time in forever and it still slaps it's really good they are i've never heard good. of that i've never heard of half these so good. excited I've yeah it's like the spring places. cannon street area mm -hmm. okay good they've got mm -hmm. great restaurants over there yeah but i actually have a note in my phone because i get texts every month hey i'm coming to charleston where should i go and so i update it and oh. so it's like a 2023 note and i have it broken down breakfast lunch dinner dive bar cocktail bar wine bar like i just have wrecks off the frame can you send that to yeah, me yeah of course <laughs> because <laughs> that. that's yeah. such a good hack to just make one note and then always have because yeah. once you live Otherwise, here everyone is always like where do i go when yeah. i come down and you want to have a good lineup for them yeah because of all these places that you're aware of so that's Genius. You I also don't want to spend 30 minutes every month writing one text because right, you're going right. to get asked. Right. So, 
the light yeah. bulb just went off. We yeah, should make a little yeah. guide. <laughs> you should. A guide. You should. Okay, well, on to the final and most important question mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Which of our spunky grannies on our wall <gasps> is your favorite? Oh, my gosh. Or who do you connect with the most? I was really admiring them when I came in earlier. They're our vibe. Yeah. We just... We like to admire them, too. I think I like the two of them together because I love friendship. Aww. They're so sweet. That's sweet. You can tell they're having fun. Everyone's picked something different so far, and I love that. Same. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that one because yeah. they they seem like a really fierce duo. Maybe. Do you know them? No, do I wish. <laughs> we oh. want to meet them. We would love to meet them one day, but we don't know them yet. They're yeah. fabulous. They it's... did this photo shoot together, and they're in, like, this... 80s workout attire spandex and they're just so good living it up blue oh purple green lipstick yeah. and like i wish i yeah. could rock that those retro sunglasses yeah gives me a lot to look forward to yeah that's yeah. who i want to be like yeah. you can be. still be so cool and chic at yeah. that age and confident the confidence that they exude thanks yeah confidence that they exude it just they don't care what anybody that's, thinks. that's the goal that <laughs> is absolutely the goal however they got there yeah they are it for us well thank you so much thank for you being here. please tell everyone what is obviously you have all these markets coming in the future is there mm-hmm. anything else you want to let anyone know about any classes coming up or yeah. where people can sign up for classes. Yeah. So on my website, candledamsel.com, you can go on and have a Calendly on there. So if you're thinking, you know what, I want to do that for my birthday party or bachelorette weekend, whatever, um, you can go on and sign up. So I come to you, actually. Mm-hmm. So you host at your house, you serve, pour whatever wine you want to pour, and I come and I bring everything we need for the class. So I bring all the assortment of glasses, all the candle products, and you and your friends just have a fun party and I like guide you through everything. But it's like, I'm really like, take a back seat, let you guys have fun and just kind of walk you through everything. So you can do that. Um, Also, gosh, just Instagram is probably the best place to keep up with me, all the markets that are happening. and then I will announce in January kind of the theme of the, like the third birthday um, oh, launch that's going to come out. And I think that's when I'm going to uh, unveil all of like the French thing, the France pieces. Oh, so good. yeah, I think I'm going to hold on to those until 2024 and just spend some time with them, figure out like how I want to style everything and then uh, release those for sale on February 1st. Yay, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Tell everyone your Instagram handle and just plug yeah. your website one more time yeah. so people know where to find you. Yeah, it's at Candle Damsel. And my website is also super simple, candledamsel.com. Perfect. Okay, well, thank you guys again for listening. We will be back in a couple of weeks. You can find us at socialroompodcast.com. You can send us an email at socialroompodcast at gmail.com. And Please be sure to check out our Instagram at SoRoPod. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Tiffany. Bye. Thank you. Bye.